Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. All right, we are back. Three dudes with a view, and we are back here on the last edition of this week, this this Thursday edition. It's a cool, crisp morning here in southern Middle Tennessee. Uh, tomorrow morning, inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross, and we will see you on Monday, folks. All right, I am dude number three. My name is Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how you doing? Good morning, Doug. How you perking this morning? Is the coffee pot hot? Hi, it is. Oh, well, uh, Debbie got me some hot chocolate, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm perking a little better. And, still uh, coughing? Still coughing a little, Mr. York, and still yeah. still uh, don't have the energy I'd like to have. Uh, that, that bourbon and honey does, bourbon, honey, and lemon does wonders for a cough, man. Well, it, it's it's been uh, liberally applied, so we'll see. <laughs> He's the test bunny. You beat me to the punch. <laughs> yep. All right, regular uh, special guest dude on Wednesday and Thursday, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. So good to see everybody. All right, folks. The uh, we got a number of things going on, but we all got in here a little early this morning for what reason I have no idea, but. Uh, First thing anybody want to talk about was gas. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking here at six, a six cents jump in the last two days. I'm looking here at an article from uh, from uh, Fox News, which says the White House was having a spasm and panicking over the potential outcomes of OPEC's decision. Uh, an unnamed administration official told CNN. In other words, they are going nuts. Yeah, OPEC announced they're going to cut production. For and like a, two million ga- barrels, I yeah, think. Yeah, two million. Uh, yeah. And they're, they're siding more with Russia to allow Russia to put put the oil on the market. So, you know, Biden had talked with Saudi Arabia early, uh, the OPEC's earlier, to try to get them to continue to supply oil. And and uh, looks like they, they backstabbed us. I'm not sure Imagine. they backstabbed us. What happened is OPEC said, okay, look. You're using the strategic oil reserve to artificially deflate oil prices yes. so you can win an election. Yes. And OPEC said, we're tired of paying for that. Yes. And so and we're a bigger <laughs> dog than you are. Boom. You know, so that's that's exactly what's going on. Well, we can get on par if we do. It, it seems unreasonable that oil companies out in the West Coast, there's five refineries that they got shut down due to maintenance. 
And there's a several in, in Louisiana that they're not even going to put online. So let me you know, ask you a question, Jim. Is, is, is it a coincidence country, that but no. we're not refining? No. Well, is, well is why would a, they put multi millions of dollars into refineries when you tell them they have to shut down by twenty thirty? I mean, they're gone. I mean, yeah. why would a business do that? I mean, but we've taken ourselves offline pipeline. We're a million barrels down in our production a year. That means there's a million less on the world market. So the prices go up. So, and now we're at the lowest reserves that this country has ever been, and I actually think that that's a national security issue. Well, and Debbie, I recall, and maybe I'll know more about this or remember more about this than I do, but um, the last time that even using the strategic oil reserve to an effect an election was discussed was when Al Gore was running against George Bush in 2000 and gas prices were very high at the time and al gore considered asking clinton to release reserves from the strategic reserve to try to boost his chances in the fall election and just decided that was first of all it was a breach of the public's trust it was and it was just unseemly and this is yeah so here we are yeah do you know if if we were to have a a a really financial problem which i believe is on the future because you can't be printing money like this and inflation happen without there being a recession that's just coming followed possibly by a depression and now we're at the lowest oil reserves that we have ever had and it i'm telling you this is just um a recipe for someone to and and those things are not easy to replenish and the cost of what it's going to cost to replenish and and what i had forgotten that i heard this morning is that back about three years ago or two years ago when oil prices were very low yes uh donald trump wanted to go ahead and top the strategic oil reserve up yes and congress democrats blocked him Yep. yep. Well, you know, we're being run by the end. Yes, it's crazy. When you get $2 billion from United Emirates, you know whose side they own. So, you know, you, that, that makes you, know, no you sense said that, argument. that, that the oil no would go back up after the election. Look well, like Saudi Arabia beat you to the punch. They oh, they're just mad because their dollars are being used to buy an American election. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and so here we are. And yeah, that's uh, the, you know Biden's just upset that didn't didn't wait till November eighth. He just it, didn't it want prices to go back up to. It all can be retrofitted. Yes, we can close the border, the and start electric vehicles, start developing those a little bit faster. Uh, Jim, I want to know what what. And, and y'all, it's important to remember. You know, if you want to know what's going on, really know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. When the Biden administration started in the spring, I guess, or maybe this summer this summer uh releasing from the strategic oil reserve and they had an effect on oil prices uh they they released their schedule and plan for releases they have never and to this day scheduled or intend to release anything after october 30th of this month right it was all election did the gas did the southern states any southern state relax their gas tax i don't know (laughs) i know some of the northern states did but i don't recall if any of the southern states relaxed 
their state gas tax I don't to know help one. their help people. Yeah, you're chasing really pennies know. instead of dollars. Six forty-seven a gallon in California today. Right. Yeah, so. I, I really don't care. Yeah. Don't. yeah. So they were just yeah they're just trying to to get it as low as they can before the election, but they're going to drive our our reserves down, and then they're not going to replenish them to force us to have to buy battery operated cars. So I want to know, Jim, where are you buying your first battery operated car? And how are you going to finance that? Are you paying cash? I don't or? know. I, I I haven't looked at that market just yet. But okay. whenever they come out, uh, when they oh, get they're out, out they're will, out. I will consider you, some. You, I'm I'm considering a hybrid right now. Well, I'm the hybrids have been around for years. They're going to outlaw hybrids. Hybrids are not acceptable under the Biden long range plan. What's the date in California that all gas gas operated cars have yeah, to be I mean, off the market? And, and that's a hybrid. A hybrid has a gas engine in it, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're but hybrids that are not acceptable not, substitutes. Do you know the infrastructure is not, not polluting as much as a regular gas-powered car? I know, but they're going to diesel. They're going to outlaw them anyway. And um, there are a lot of truckers that's gone to uh, electric diesel. Uh, I mean, well, electric uh, truckers. Well, <laughs> it hadn't happened yet. There's a lot of talk about it. I just want to know. Uh, yeah, how, in, in some states, they're in operation and they're operating also without drivers. I've, so there's been a whole lot of talk about it, but I've, I've I've not seen anything to indicate it's actually being used commercially right now. It's being tested. It's being talked about. Yes, there are prototypes out there, but, you know, regular old truck going up and down the highway hauling groceries to Walmart, no, that, not happening. That, believe you know me, Del, there are some truck truckers companies that have ventured out into that area and they're doing it well i just and want what good does that do, do, do I, I just, does that lower the price of groceries at walmart and why is the news so silent no, about no, all these electric car- air pollution so we can breathe clean air it makes us feel good about ourselves i know we're virtually it, it emotionally makes us feel better because we're, we're, we're helping the environment out so much why china and india are the real polluters of the world yeah. and we're over here looking like dummies trying to do a bunch of ev cars i mean it's insane you got to remember these are the same people that told china you to be afraid japan to breathe air in the last two years <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, okay japan has evs you know, or not Japan. But nobody, nobody's talking about the storm that hit Florida and they're being without electricity for months and and months on end on this electric car situation. And if somebody was trying to evacuate and they couldn't get out far enough without a recharge, I mean, it's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, well what about this ranch, Debbie, in Florida? It's, it's north of Fort Myers. They're yeah. completely... Uh, Electric. They've got their electric panels. Well, they're SOL today because they're sitting there with no power. They had nobody lose service. Their their homes were structured to deal with the hurricanes. They're enjoying a good quality of life, and kids are playing out in the yard, and they have no lines. So they didn't get hit this time, Jim. But let's see how it works. It came over their area. Oh, so you're saying that God protected them? No, and they I'm didn't saying get... that, that God, so what, whatever. Well, so what I'm saying, Jim, yeah, is there's a whole lot of people that don't have electricity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, there's so let's and then there's a lot of people that can't get electricity, and a lot of people that had to flee. And I just don't see how that works with an electric car that takes you two hours to charge. Well, I most just don't. people aren't concerned about electric cars right now. They're concerned about survival because a lot of areas that got hit by the hurricane in Florida, it probably will take them 10, 20 years to rebuild. And that's what this is going to come down to. People just need to eat, have a roof over their head. Yes. 
Yes. They can't afford it. I was talking I to never it. understood why they sent the Tennessee National Guard back. They, you know, Tennessee offered to send National Guard down to Florida, and they, they rejected them. They sent them no, back. No, they did not reject them. Matter yes. of fact, I read a piece uh, earlier this week about how the Guard was, uh, Tennessee Guard was delivering supplies to Upper Captiva Island. Beautiful, beautiful place. Well, and the emergency service here in Murray County in Columbia, Tennessee, have sent people down. They went down uh, almost three or four days early than when the storm hit. So and that, that brings me to another subject, which Mr. York is just yapping on right now. Uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, folks, you know, <laughs> this hurricane this hurricane was huge. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Mm-hmm. And it barreled right into the middle of Florida. Now, a hundred and what, 90 people died? Is that right, Clay? Something like so, that. Yeah, that's Something like that, last count, which yeah. is awful, of course. Mm-hmm. But People, people, th- this could have easily been, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000. And Ron DeSantis is running the prep. He ran the preparation uh, for the hurricane. He he ran the search and rescue when it went by. And now he's running the recovery. And it is running like a Swiss watch. And, I, and I know what you're going to say, Miss York. With all the federal help he could get, Biden had people in place several days before the hurricane hit to I, give him some assistance. They are not warring with each other. They are working together. Well, Miss York, York, I will give you that. By all appearances, uh, the Biden administration has provided timely and needed help. Uh, I, I can't I, I can't fault him in any but way. But I have noticed in any of his press conferences, Ron DeSantis makes a point of never saying he's getting any federal help. He talks about state help. Look, and Jim, we've paid for that help. It's supposed to be there. We paid for it. He 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 met with he met with Biden. It's not what, Santa Claus bringing you a gift. Yeah, we mean, paid for it. When he meets with oh, Biden, what if you paid for it. When people are in trouble, Debbie, it doesn't matter what it costs. You try to provide some help. I don't understand when, why you got to put a dollar value on everything. You just you said know, the federal government sent Rubio it down there, would, Jim. It's Rubio of course they sent it down vote. there because we paid it to them to send. Well, but when you Rubio meet, Rubio wouldn't even when, vote to help when DeSantis up in Sandy Hook. When, when DeSantis when, meets when with Biden and says thank you, that's that's you know that what else you want. And the uh, first time it comes on, then they're writing letters to get help when they vote against helping other areas. Well, now you've changed the subject again. Yeah, um, but, but I'm just saying, you know, a lot of stuff's going on. It, it's all happy and, and gleeful today because they're getting well, help. That's because well, it's a well-run Republican it. state. And, and I guarantee you some liberal... Well-run. It's a well-run some, Republican some, state. Some liberal you rag... dreaming. Some liberal rag or website that you look at told you that Florida rejected Tennessee's help, which is just a lie. All right, let's take a break and come back. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Estate Plan Stan, and I'm hosting a free estate planning seminar on Saturday, October 15th at 10 a.m. right here in Columbia at the Memorial Building. We will talk about wills, trusts, and how to protect your life savings from the high cost of the nursing home. If estate planning is still on your to-do list, don't miss this free event in Columbia. Join me on Saturday, October 15th. Call 931-363-7222 to RSVP or visit estateplanstand.com. And I am Estate Plan Stan. He's bound to die, it up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. Okay, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Elf Kennedy. I am dude number three. It's Thursday. 
Now, folks, we are out there. Uh, this, this is you can you can listen to us on air WKOM FM one hundred one point seven. Uh, you can watch us. We're we're on. You can go to our website um, WKOMRadio.com or just type in WKOM and it'll, it'll get there. And you can watch us there and listen to us. And it's the show's archived there. Uh, this show is also out there on podcast. It comes up about fifteen. 20 minutes after the end of the show three dudes with a view just go to apple spotify wherever you amazon amazon wherever you get your podcast type in three dudes with a view we come right up and you can listen to um you know today's show or archive shows uh at your convenience so uh tune in we appreciate when you do i hear gosh i hear from people every day going we're listening to you. This is a great show, and, and we we appreciate you, the folks who are listening. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How are you? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. How's everywhere? Doing uh, did you know about the forum that the candidates had? Did you hear anything about that? Oh, yeah. You mean the um, House uh, a Representative Candidates? Is what we're talking about? Yeah, the House House Representatives. I never heard any, didn't see anything about when it was going to happen until after it was over. Exactly. No, wait, I, no, wait, wait. wait. I, I agree, because we, we didn't find out until the day of when you were here. Well, I, I, I did it on Wednesday, the day before, and forgot to mention it again on Thursday, but yeah. And I found out by accident, you know. I well, mean, the Chamber of Commerce puts it out there on its website. I'm not sure. I I think Tom Price carried some coverage the, about it, the upcoming debates. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, on and, and that's our news program, which is Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Correct. Which, it's also podcasted as well. Now, Clayton, I'll tell you, I've been meaning to. I've been sick. I've been meaning to bring that up with you though. Cause I I have trouble finding that podcast. Um, which so, podcast are you talking about? The rep seat. Tom Price's news. Oh. News on the website. Oh, it's on the. I mean, I'm I'm talking about if I just want to go to Spotify and listen to it. We're talking. We're talking about the debate. No, no our, Tom, Tom Price's news, news every morning seven thirty. Okay. Um, and I think either Tom or Chris Yao. Chris Yao substituted for Tom last week. Right. Uh, Tom was back today. Tom's back today, but I I think they had some coverage that came out of the. Uh, uh, but you're right. I mean, if I hadn't been under the weather, I'd been out there covering it. I knew about it. I've missed several things that I, I should have been at, warned to be at. Uh, I got some one of, one of the on. things. One of the things, Clayton, that we missed all together. Uh, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters held their annual meeting last Tuesday. I can't believe it's been a year since we were up there. No, and uh, I keep preaching to these guys. Uh, these state trade associations, uh, you know, when when we were, we, we've been in the, my family's been in the newspaper business, Lord, 120 years now in Tennessee, and our relationship with the Tennessee Press Association has yielded uh, enormous and unimagined uh, benefits uh, over the years uh, in very many different ways. And so 
I'll keep preaching it that we need to get in there and get involved with the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, get to know those folks. It's it, it, the, the ways that it pays off are, are not always immediately apparent, but it does to have these relationships with other broadcasters around the state where, you know, you see what they're doing, what's working for them, what people like, you know, et cetera. And um, it's, it, it's, it's a good thing to do. Anyway, but I, Clayton, I, I just blew it. That was Tuesday, and I was sick, and I just let it go, come and go. Well, it, you know, that, that's something that's unavoidable. I mean, when you're sick, you are sick. And, you know, I'm just glad you're better and you're here today with us. And Oh, I'm glad to be here. And so uh, I was just wondering, you know, Dale, normally if something like that's going on, the the word gets out, but it, it was best kept secret, you know, I guess. Well, they, well it was on the Murray Alliance website. Well, one of the yeah. candidates. Yeah, the Murray, the Murray Alliance was the one sponsoring it, and and they had a whole lot about it on their website. And um, they did have some – yeah, I, I'm thinking back now. They had some press releases that I forwarded to Chris and Tom, and I'm pretty sure it was on our news. But I would have been there covering it uh, under any different circumstances. Debbie Matthews. Uh, yes. Let's see. Have I introduced you, Mr. York? Dude number one, yeah. Jim York? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Go to Debbie. Go, go to, to Debbie. Debbie, Debbie morning, Matthews, Jimmy. regular special guest dude. How are <laughs> Good you? Morning. Good and morning. Good morning. speaking of which, though, I heard something that was mentioned at that debate Yeah. Uh, that really got my interest. Um, the Democratic candidate, what's his name, running against Scott Sapecki? Jameson Manor. And Manor. He, he's a school teacher from Kalioka. Hey, Kalioka, yes, sir. Yeah. Seemed like a nice guy. Very nice guy. And uh, but what what he mentioned was that the uh, I guess the average salary, whatever, right, median salary, I don't know, for a school teacher in Murray County was inadequate to purchase the average price or median price home. He's probably not wrong. Okay, Debbie Matthews is our realtor here. Yes, and uh, yeah, that's so. I wanted to pick your brain about that. So, what what's the what's I mean, going to be the the average price of a house out there in the Kalioka area? Three hundred something. Oh maybe? man, it depends on how much building. land is with it. Yeah. If it's just a house, you're probably looking. I'm in a modest home, three hundred grand. So this this is where the problem is, Delk, is when the interest rates were really low. Right, two, two and a half percent, three percent. People could get, for an example, because I know these numbers off the top of my head, a four hundred thousand dollar house at a two, two and a half percent interest rate was a sixteen or seventeen hundred dollar monthly payment. But now, where the interest rates are, that same house with a different loan and a different interest is between twenty three and twenty four hundred dollars a month on the same four hundred grand. Um, can a school teacher afford a seventeen hundred dollar a month? Well, uh, that's the that's the thing, and that's sort of where rents are yeah, headed, I, and that's I where I don't think so. I mean, there's very few houses that enter the price point in the two hundreds anymore, and that, those are normally houses that need a lot of work. So it is a problem where you've got your nurses, your teachers, your police, and your fire unable to. Um, to buy and purchase, you know, here. We saw that when Williamson County went really, really high. You know, uh, it pushed elements out of Williamson County south crime-wise. So we had an increase in our crime. People were looking for affordable housing, uh, et cetera. So it's a challenge. It's a real challenge. But I think the market's about to adjust. And so all of that will help. You know, Is it going to adjust enough where a school teacher in Kalioka can buy I'm, a house? I'm telling you right now, the market was like a, 
fire hose, and now it's completely turned off. It is off. Oh, wow. The market is off. Well, what what would it have to And Coach Mike Lyle, jump in here. Coach Lyle is retired from the Murray County School Public School System, English teacher and football coach for many, many years. And, you know, when I'm going, can can a school teacher make a $1,700 a month house payment? Coach Lyle's over here just shaking his head. No. It's not happening. (laughs) No. Coach, uh, what's a median salary? A teacher with a master's. That, that they ought to be able to acquire if they teach school. What do you think? Well, personal no, wait, well what, what do I think should happen or what, yeah, a, what yeah, I mean, does happen? Are you <laughs> asking? What, should, what should happen? Well, what should why don't we start? Well, let's start with what does and then talk about uh, what should be. Okay. Uh, let's just say with a master's and over and close to 30 years experience, which puts me at the top of the scale, uh, above the scale, uh, and a coaching supplement, I was between fifty and sixty thousand total. Okay. Um, of course, then you got to take the taxes out and all that stuff. So well, I know the take and, and and stuff. Now you're talking about what should happen. Um, I, I have a hard time answering that question. I, I will say this: I did get an article one time about paying teachers babysitter salaries. Mm-hmm. And if you pay teachers babysitter salaries, that's roughly about twelve to fifteen dollars an hour, depending on your qualifications yeah. for, for babysitters. Right. You multiply that by the number of kids and by the number of hours that we spend in the school. Don't count the summers. Don't count the Christmas vacation and stuff like that. And a person with a bachelor's degree, uh, which would make somewhere in the neighborhood of eighty six thousand dollars a year, there you go, with babysitting salaries and not paying them for the time off. That they had just paying them for the classroom time, not the prep time, not the the, the education levels and, and and stuff like that. So you know, you ask me where I should be. <laughs> you know, you're paying me, you're paying me almost half of what you pay your babysitter. Mm-hmm. And that that, that to that, me that's an insult. Hey, let and me. That's my point. If you are a technical worker, you go to HVAC or you go to the the electrical lineman school, you're gonna make. In most industries, I don't know about the South, but but in most industries, you're going to make near $100,000 a year as an apprentice. And that's learning the craft. That's not knowing the craft because you got to spend five years as an apprentice, four, four to five years as an apprentice to learn the craft of being an electrical line worker. Yeah, and I mean, so, that's, so you spend I'm the same amount of time learning to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm thinking we, we teachers about should this, start off like, somewhere in, in the 60. The sixty-five thousand category uh, as as a teacher. Well, yeah. I, I want to get back to the problem of a Cullioca school teacher can't afford the average house or even the modest house in Cullioca. Well, and again, I, it goes back to how much land. I mean, it, how much land is with the house in Cullioca? Now, let me say this: I'm the market you're is talking about a house and lot. The market know? has slowed, admit to a drip. Except, let me add. Let me add this. Except if you own in Riverside, I'm telling you, there's a beautiful little purple house that went on the market for five twenty seven. I think under contract one day. the The price marks in Riverside are four hundred grand up. Riverside's the new North Nashville. All right, now let's go back though. So, and this was Jameson Manor who's pointing this out, and of course he was pointed out to make an argument. You know, the standard Democratic argument. You know, for uh, raises in teachers' salaries, and uh, the teachers do need a raise. There's no doubt about that. But there's something wrong with the markets 
when you know th- this is you can't raise teachers' salaries or other workers' salaries out of this problem because what ha- what how many teachers we got in Murray County? Uh, well, a ton. I mean, what? 800, 900? What is it? Close I'd say time? more than that. It's roughly right at a, I about think. 1,200. Yeah, about, about 1,200. 1, All right, so you give, uh, you give every teacher enough disposable income to, you know, increase their payment a couple hundred bucks a month. You know, and that wouldn't do. Well, it. we're right now with the interest rates, we're talking six or seven hundred dollars of a difference because of just the interest rate. And I don't know if they're going to go back to those levels. We won't know. But there's got you know how they do but, the military. Okay, but I, I'm the just, military I'm has. Just hyped, I'm hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Let's give all twelve hundred. You know enough net of taxes, all that. Give them another two hundred bucks a month to have out there. You know, would that be enough where they could make the payment? Where a Kalioka school teacher could make the payment on a house in Kalioka? I would hope so. I would hope so. It depends Probably on the house. Not. It depends I mean, on the house. Be, yeah, but, but the, the, key, the, is, 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 the key is well, not just my can point they buy is, a so house. You, my point is, though, you give 1,200 teachers that kind of extra disposable money, which they deserve. Now, don't don't let me tell you that i'm arguing otherwise yeah we're just talking but right? that would affect our market locally probably to where the price of that modest house in Kalioka would go up and just wipe out the gains the teachers got well there's there's a couple of things that we have to watch one is yeah, i mean I'm, what okay. i'm pointing out here is and this is entirely the teachers deserve more money folks there's no doubt about that but we've got something fundamentally wrong in how our markets are pricing and working. Well, you, first it's of where all, where we look at teacher salary in the first place, we don't. The, the general public doesn't feel like teachers should be paid anything. That's the problem. And and, well, and the price, the the salary for teachers should have been should have been much much higher than what it is today. Well, uh, Miss York, I'm not saying that's not true, but. You know, you give all the teachers enough raise to buy the average house in their neighborhood, but the Kalioka teacher enough raise to buy the modest house in Kalioka. What's going to happen is what happens every time. The uh, maybe, maybe that first wave will be able to finance and buy a house at current prices, but it won't last because the housing price will be raised. The housing price will be raised. To absorb whatever raise the teacher got, but can plumbers Debbie's nodding Debbie's her head over here? I am a yeah. Can a now, plumber afford to buy a house in Cullioca? Listen, right now, hopefully, when we get some, in, there's two things: we got to manage the growth and be smart about it, but also having some inventory will help prices regulate because there's just been no inventory uh, and, to buy. And y'all, I don't have an answer to this problem. Well, now, well I, my problem is the base where they set to pay teachers. That's the problem, Bill. It's not Ms. Short, plumbers don't have plumbers make sixty five. As much as teachers hour. deserve it, you can't raise salaries out of this conundrum. Uh, not with inflation the way it is. It's no. eating up. It, it ate up their salary. All right, they had a five percent increase. Let's take a break. And come back. I had an interesting talk with a lady who grew up in Germany the other day. Still has a lot of family there. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Do you love antique and estate jewelry? Then mark your calendars for Friday and Saturday, October 6th and 7th for Tillis Jewelry Annual Antique and Estate Event. Jewelry in every price point in all periods. The Victorian Art Deco and even the Fun Retro. Over a million dollars of inventory, so I'm sure you will find something you will love. It only happens once a year, so you'll want to bring a friend to Tillis Jewelry. Two days only, Friday, October 6th, Saturday, October 7th. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. And they never heard from him again. Now that's scary. But listen to this one. It was a dark and dreary night. The man pulled into the convenience store parking lot. The lights flickered as he crept toward the counter and saw the new Halloween jumbo box. But he left without buying one, missing his chance at $75,000. That's terrifying. I know, right? Scare up some fun this season with a new Halloween jumbo box. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Paul has risen. Soon I will satisfy my thirst for a win. And there is only one way to do it. By playing the new October instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Fly by your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer for some instant fun. I'll meet you there. You can count on it. (laughs) With October Instant Games, you could sink your teeth into top prizes of up to $500,000. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty, and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. Okay. Three dudes with a view. We are back. Uh, my name's Elk Kennedy. I'm dude number three. 
Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, world. And dude's regular special guest dude on Wednesday and Thursday, Debbie Matthews. Good morning, everybody. Okay. Delk, let me say this right quick. And, and, and I've always had a soft spot about teacher pay because I have two daughters who are teachers. Yeah. Uh, they 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 are struggling like all families when when you're teachers, but society has placed for some reason a certain value on teaching. And it do, it's not comparable to other different uh, areas of expertise. Uh, a doctor, he gets 3000 patients. He can make a million, couple million dollars a year with 3,000 patients. A dentist has a flat fee. A lawyer has a flat fee before they look at the case and they make an assessment and they give a price. They put a value on taking that case. A real estate agent, whether they're good ones or bad ones, they get their percentage right off the sale. So it's, it's how society has placed a value on teaching per se that is the problem. It doesn't matter what a house might cost if the proper value is placed. Yeah, they might have to make some adjustments, but society has got to really make a deep down assessment about the value it places on teaching. Well, the difference, of course, is that uh, teaching is a public job. Uh, and again, I am not arguing at all that teachers are uh you know that that they shouldn't be paid more i my impression is that they should uh, let I mean, me tell you what will help but you've all got a lot of complication between that i mean yeah. you know the, the the tax base will handle so much you yes know. well let me say how this can all be handled is that you cannot give a 5% raise to teachers like just happened and have inflation at 8% it just ate up all of their uh, raise. And then you raise food prices on top of that and fuel prices on top of that and then interest rates go up. No one, I don't care what job that you've got, can deal with that. It is going to be tight right now for everybody just because we have uh, someone not uh, leading this country and keeping inflation down. This is uh, orchestrated and it's happened, and it's self-inflicted all the way around. And so we can talk about plumbers, we can talk about teachers, everybody's suffering right now because inflation is out of control, and uh, and people are talking about raising taxes, and it's this is how you keep teachers able to use their current salaries and use them effectively to live on. But you can't have this well, voodoo economics or whatever you want to call it. This is crazyville out here. And uh, it's eaten up every inch of or every cent that they've had an increase on. It's a world problem, Debbie. It's not just a unique U.S. problem. It's a world problem, inflation. I'm not saying that it's not, Jim, to a point, but there's an awful lot of self-inflicted craziness that we've put on ourselves right now. What difference does that make? Well, I guess other countries are doing the same thing. They're doing crazy stuff, too, right? Well, I'm I'm talking right now when you cut your your fuel uh, output... Um, when you give away trillions of dollars, uh, it just and print money 
and you flood the zone with money and then nobody wants to work, then you've got employee prices going up, then the services they provide are going up. It's a vicious cycle out here. And, and we have storms and hurricanes. And that's normal stuff we have to, to deal with, Jim. All right, all right, all right. Y'all, y'all the, the tangents we get on. I know. What, but, we're, to- what we're talking about is a school teacher in Kalioka yeah. trying to buy a modest house in Kalioka. And right now, they can't do it. Well, the difference between like a dentist, I think you mentioned dentist and some other jobs, and teachers is there's really no competition in that market as far as with with, with teaching. There's no competition based on getting paid on levels uh, that they hit or certain marks that they get. There is a little competitive factor starting to come in in Murray County because our neighbors to the north pay better. Correct. And uh, so we, we are... We're we're starting to get some reaction to that down here because to the east also Marshall County. Yeah, well, another thing that has happened and that's going to have its effect. It took decades for it to happen, but it but it happened. Hey, Coach Mike, you're uh, you know back in the 1800s, early 1900s, your qualifications to be a doctor or a dentist or even a lawyer were were much lower. You know, your local barber could be your doctor or your dentist, and as they raised their levels of 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 training to become to get their license to do that they created a shortage because people didn't want to you know didn't want to go through that once they created that shortage demand went and then the market takes over the fewer there are the the price goes up and and one reason why it's so expensive to you know why doctors get such a great salary is that there's a shortage yeah, you know, they need well, another market out there holds that. Uh, talk about right a, now, teachers talk about a, another a completely screwed, distorted market. That's the the doctors are not paid by the patients; they're paid by a third party payer system. Yeah. And so, you know, they don't the patient doesn't give a damn what the third party payer pays. The doctor wants as much as he can get from them, and uh, that that market is so. I mean, just yeah, but broken. What a, but what a, but, but, but the whole point, the whole point being, and we're, and we're seeing, lawyers. we're seeing it happen. We're seeing it happen now with the teachers here. You know, why do we get this pay raise suddenly? Because we need 150 teachers out there that no one's going. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, you know, and so the pay, right. you know, the fact that we we have a teacher shortage, uh, the 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 other professions created a shortage by raising the standards of getting your license. Okay, you know, right now, teacher you know, is a profession. I will. To my dying day, will say it's a profession. I agree, but it's a profession that you can get in in four years. What other profession can you get? Can you be practicing inside of four years? You know, lawyer, you got to get your undergraduate degree, then you got to go to law school. Doctor, seven. yeah, seven to seven to ten years, twelve years sometimes. Okay, teaching is the only profession that you're expected to be the expert when you step on the field. You know, when you step in the classroom, you're expected to be the expert within four years of training and one semester of. We need to raise the standards. We got, we've got market forces yeah. at play in Murray County that are going to raise teachers' salaries. Uh, and, you know, it's a process that, you know, the school board and then the commission yeah. and then all that stuff. But but society doesn't want to do that right now. But that's what I'm that's, saying, There's Mike, the problem. Well, that's, value, <laughs> there's value the issue. they place and, on teaching, per se. It's just society's value. Most yeah. counties, if there's a, a tax yeah. increase to pay teachers, and they'll fell, vote it down. Fellas, y'all are basically preaching the converting. Yeah. What, what I want to talk about here, though, again, I'm, I'm focusing back on this fellow at Kalioka who teaches and wants to buy a house. And um, the... the uh, and and obviously we have a messed up 
a pricing mechanism in our and housing market. It's the free market. Right now we have a huge demand to be in Middle Tennessee. And so it's a, it's a huge demand. Now, when you have some inventory, because there's hardly inventory, any inventory, that will straighten out. But right now I'm watching the market adjust itself. We are well, watching I'm, things I'm enter gonna, high and they're decreasing the right market, now. The market is going to adjust itself. I, but I can't foresee that it would adjust itself enough where the Kalioka school teacher could buy a modest house in Kalioka. I agree. Because it's not going down. It's going to continue to be either stabilized or it's going to go up. It may go down, but... Um, it's going down a little bit right it, now, Jim, it, because, you know, it's it, because there's no buyers out there. Well, uh, because it's, it's, if you have to get a loan, it's 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 tough. People real, are choosing to rent. Real estate yeah. can go down, people. It has and does. Yes. Oh, yeah. It Interest would. rates can be negative. Right. You'll have to pay the bank money to keep your money safe. That can happen. It has happened. It happened, what, five years ago? Let me tell you what's happening right now. Because there's so few buyers now, sellers are actually paying down people's interest rates by half a point if they will buy their house. This is where we are. This is how quick this changed. And, now, and that's the market. And yep. then, and so, and the what Coach Mike Lyle was talking about, and I think, Mr. York, you're talking about, I mean, right here locally, in Murray County, we've got a situation where, you know, what MTSU, our traditional supplier of teachers, graduated. MTSU, MTSU, Martin Methodist. MTSU, all, according to my information, MTSU graduated two teachers two. last year, and they're, yeah. and they're yeah. the largest college in the state. And and so and and we've got a shortage of teachers here in Murray County. We can't fill the positions. Uh, and besides that, you're right. Our our neighboring counties are paying um, more to teachers than we are. Uh, now, this, uh, Coach Lyle's correct. This will have an effect, uh, but it's it's a public position. And, of course, you got to go through all the rigmarole about, you know, you go to the commission, you go to the – and you go to the state. The state, in my opinion, is one that needs to be paying more. And um, But anyway, you go through a political process that's messy, and nobody ever wants to pay more taxes. I mean, that, that's just, you know, you're not going to find some you know, man on the street going, don't you want to pay some more taxes? Oh, yeah, I believe I do. That ain't going to happen. And so uh, it's a messy process. But, yes, there is definitely upward pressure on teacher pay in Murray County. Well, now, should the state be responsible for paying all teachers, or should the local governments be responsible? Well, it's a matter of share, uh, and there's always a tug of war between the state and the counties as to, uh, you know, but I, I think Scott Specky is the expert on this issue, but the states uh, need to step up their game. The, the state of Tennessee needs to step up its game and shoulder some more responsibility. I mean, if all teachers were state employees, would that change the dynamics? Definitely. But I don't know. The, the, the state's got the big pockets to pay the, the salaries that's necessary to have great teachers in a state. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I don't not, think it goes. To I'm the not state. even heard anybody suggest that idea before. I don't, no. I don't know what it might mean. Well, I am, I am in favor of of public private partnerships. I mean, there's a great uh, 
uh, aeronautical thing going on at a high school in Tullahoma where the aer- aeronautical industry funds this those, for training. Yeah. There, there's but people don't look at that. They just want to do the same old thing over and over and do the same we're, funding we're, we're over and over. Coming down to the end. Well, a friend of mine was mostly retired now. It was a property appraiser here, in Murray County, and. And everybody always agreed, if you really want to know what this piece of property is going to auction for next Saturday morning when it's raining, call Wayne. And uh, Wayne did an interesting study years ago uh, when he he was looking at basically what's sort of a high-end property at the time. It was over in Hidden Lakes. And it was very difficult to find comparables to adjust it. And what Wayne found is that if, and I hope I've got this right, uh, basically though, if you take the sort of the median income or in the community or whatever and you figure out the maximum amount of loan, you know, a, a middle class or upper middle class person can get in the community, the payment they can afford, then you know, fairly nice houses will go, every one of them will go right to that price. Now, if you get above that, if you get into higher price housing that um, uh, almost nobody in the county can afford the loan, the payments to buy, then prices go up much, much slower. And it's essentially a cash market at that level. Very wealthy buyers, uh, you know, bidding cash for very high-end properties. And they don't behave in their pricing at all. Like what, and so... We had houses going... Last, house, last house. year's we last year we had one house. It was in the Williamson County area. Went for three hundred thousand above ask, cash because the art market was so hot. There were so many bids on it. That's where it landed. So right. we're not right. there anymore, though. No, we're not yeah, there I've anymore. Got two houses in what my I'm, neighborhood I'm, yeah. that are for sale. I'll let you know how fast they move. Man, Jim, but, let me know. Let I me mean, know. I'll, I, I hope I'm trying to. You know what Walmart puts its prices at at the end of Friday is. How big your check is. Yep. You're exactly right. I mean, that's the problem. We have markets that I don't have an answer. But anyway, we got to go. We'll see.